Hello, hello to all my friends and welcome to Anatomy of the Heart. My name is Stephanie and each week we are going to dive into a time where we take a moment to pause and take a deep breath, allowing for God to fill us with His glory. This is a time for us to take an inventory of our hearts and to get ready to grow in our faith each day. So join me as I share weekly devotionals for the imperfect, tired, yet fully capable in the eyes of our Father. Hey guys, I would love to hear what is on your heart. I would love to hear what the Lord has um, been speaking to you, especially if you've been listening to the podcast. I want to know where God has shined a light in the darkness, encouragement, or maybe a word that the Lord has spoke through me for you. So please get on to Instagram, Anatomy of the Heart. Send me a message and I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, I want to start by telling you a couple of inspiring stories that I recently read. There's this guy, his name is Jack Ma, and he is the richest man in Asia. He is worth about $39 million. And he runs one of the largest companies in China. Um, I think it's pronounced Alibaba. But he faced rejection for his whole life. He, he applied for like over 30 different jobs, including the police and KFC. But he was rejected. In addition, he applied and got denied 10 times to Harvard. But he went on to create several companies despite all of his rejection. And if he would have listened to others, he would have accepted that rejection. But instead, he kept going. He built an incredible business that um, impacts millions of people today. What I think is the best part is that he spoke at Harvard for a commencement speech, the school that rejected him 10 times. Uh, But here's another story, which I think is funny because it coincides with Jack and KFC. So this is about um, the Colin Sanders, a pretty well-known name for the KFC founder. He didn't start KFC, and I did not know this, which I was like pretty like shocked I I was I was like it was like really cool um he didn't start KFC until he was 60 years old after receiving his very first social security check he worked from age 60 to 73 to master the technique and grow his business he even had to sleep in his car while he was doing it it's like okay at 70 years old you're like okay I haven't created the masterpiece quite yet but he didn't you think that some people would give up but no he decided that he was going to keep going um and then he sold his company and of course you know kfc as it is today um he lived the rest of his life in comfort not needing to depend on his social security check anymore and these perseverance stories show that humans are capable of anything with perseverance hard work and belief in themselves Along their paths, they have people um, taunting them, telling them they couldn't do it, making them at points even wonder if they could do it, making them think that they were not smart enough, that they were not capable enough, that they didn't quit when obstacles came up. They trusted themselves and they trusted their visions. And when you have people against you, it, it makes you feel like you can't do it. Or 
like it, you're not good enough. It makes it very, very hard. Unfortunately, life is challenging. It's exhausting. And you have days when you're ready to just stop. You're ready to stop trying. Have you ever had a person in your life that brings you down? They try to speak against you. They make you feel unimportant. I, I know that I have had people in my life that that are like that. And I call them naysayers. Webster defines naysayer as one who opposes, refuses, or denies someone of something. This is what I thought was cool. The Urban Dictionary, it defines naysayers as one who frequently engages in excessive complaining, negative banter, and or poor and downbeat attitude. Naysayers are distinguished by their tendency to consistently view the glass half empty. They make frequent one-way trips to negative town, constantly emphasize the worst of a situation. They have the capacity to rant and whine for hours on end about the most insignificant inconveniences. They tend to travel solo, but have the keen ability to spread their pessimistic attitude to groups of unsuspected bystanders to encourage others to employ their mindsets. Wow. I have very good visuals of people when I read that. And we want to surround ourselves around confident people, ones that help one another, encourage one another, care for one another, comfort one another, not gossip about one another, not say negative things about one another. I mean, how do we deal with naysayers? Well, one, we have to pray for them. That's the biggest thing. Prayer is is one of the biggest things that we can do for somebody who is a naysayer. Um, we also, we don't need to take much time responding to them. Because when we respond to them, it fuels their flame. And we have to also remember that they're not God. And they don't control us in our actions and our emotions. But there's definitely... Someone in the Bible that unfortunately um, that they went through having naysayers attack them. One that really spoke to me is uh, the story of Nehemiah. Um, Nehemiah in chapter four, you know, he had naysayers when he was trying to build the wall. Um, and if you haven't read the book of Nehemiah, I really encourage you to. But I'm just going to go ahead and just. Uh, read a few verses from Nehemiah, but in Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 1, it says, when Sanballat heard that they were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly upset. He re- ridiculed the Jews, the Jews and in the presence of his associates and the army of Samaria, he said, what are those feeble Jews doing? Will they restore their wall? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble burned as they are? And then I'm going to skip to 7 and 8 verse. But when Sanballat, Tobiah, and the Arbas, and the Ammonites, and the people of them heard that the repairs to Jerusalem's wall had gone ahead, that the gaps were being closed, they became very angry. They all plotted to come against and fight Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. 
And so Sanballat, um, when they heard that Nehemiah and his crew were making this progress on the wall, they were furious. They began to mock them. They, um, and the clan, his clan began to speak against their work. Uh, the biblical meaning, the name of Sanballat means bramble bush. They are enemy in the secret. The spirit of Sanballat is the spirit that gets angry when you want to do something for God. It's the spirit that will mock you from the inside when you are having a desire to serve God. It's the spirit that was in Goliath. It's the spirit that it devalues you, the spirit that brings you down, the spirit that tries to steal your joy. It's the spirit that tells you it cannot be done. It's the spirit that will distract you from what you are doing for God. It makes you think that you're less of yourself, that your flaws are not beautiful. It makes you wonder who you are in Christ. It can depress you. It can give you anxiety. It can make you frustrated. And can you think of a person right now who is maybe that naysay in your life? Somebody who um, is the bramble bush, the enemy in the secret for you? Well, when you, you put too much trust, and I'm speaking to myself, when I put too much trust and weigh in on that person's opinion, it will totally disable me. It will disable my decision-making, my thoughts. It will change my atmosphere. It changes who you are. And then when you become addicted to the approval of them, instead of putting it in God's hands first, it will destroy you. When we allow these naysayers to affect our thinking, it allows them to take away the things that we are trying to build. Like Nehemiah trying to build a wall. Naysayers would be those people taking away the stones as we lay them down. We cannot allow them to do that. Because if we allow them to remove those stones as we are building the wall, then we will never get our wall built. In Proverbs 29-25, it says the fear of human opinion disables Trusting in God protects you from that. Nehemiah did have completion of the wall eventually, but with the help of the Lord. However, that didn't come without opposition to the building. And even after the wall was completed, Sanballat was still trying to destroy what the Lord had helped to establish. I can tell you right now that there are... Uh, people in my lives, like I said, that represent Sanballat. They have tried to destroy my wall as I'm trying to build it. Although my wall is not completed yet by any means, I'm praying that the completion of my wall, I'm, I'm, play, I'm praying that they will not continue to destroy it, to remove those stones from me. I'm praying that they allow me to build my wall and, and be firm in me building my wall. I heard this quote, and maybe you've heard of it. I I can't say that I have heard of it, but it it's even people like Mark Twain and Abraham Lincoln have even quoted this, something similar to it. It says, never wrestle with a pig. 
you both end up getting dirty and the pig likes it. I know that people can be difficult, but getting down and dirty with them, it's not going to help. When the sad part is, is when you want to get even with them, it just puts you at their level. It makes you hurt and ultimately it just drags you down in the dirt and the sewer with them. You start to stink just like them and while they are up late at night or while you are up late at night thinking and dwelling on the person and the situation, they're sound asleep in their bed not thinking at all. We need to decide that you're going to be the bigger person. Honestly, this is a devotional for me. It's preaching to me. Just as I say these words to each of you, I'm having to listen to them to myself and swallow and digest. But when we put too much effort in these naysayers in our lives, then we don't put valid and deserved efforts into the people that we should be. Our negative vibes start to bring them down. Others that are close to us, especially our family, I know when I'm having a bad day, I show my pain to my family the most, but they don't need that. They need my complete joy and my complete focus. We need to focus on building into the lives of the people who appreciate our efforts, who appreciate who we are instead. We need to focus on the winners, not the whiners. Someone who brings love, we need to move on from those naysayers. Right now, I want you to think about that person in your life. Maybe that appreciates you. That person that brings you joy. That person that you should be focusing on instead of the naysayer. That person that prays for you, comforts you. You need to start focusing your relationship on them and your efforts towards them. Because just maybe they have a naysayer in their lives and they need you to help build them up. Text them, call them today, and give them that encouragement. In Matthew 7, 6, it says, Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you into pieces. You have no control over how people treat you, what they say, and what they do. But you do have complete control over how you respond. You control your atmosphere. We'll never stop people from attacking us or wounding us or breaking their word. We'll never stop people from trying to replace us. But God never meant for us to carry these burdens and hurt. Someone who has wronged you, Maybe a friend who has let you down in a big way. Someone you trusted. They said some things that really cut deep. Whatever it is, it's time to lay that burden down. Right now, I want you to focus on that one person who has been that person for you. It's time for you to call their name out in God in prayer. You have to pray for them. They need help. It's time to let go and let God take over. I have a friend who recently gave me some very encouraging words of wisdom. She said, keep sowing those seeds of love. 
She said what helps her to say to herself is, I resist offense. And then she asked the Lord to help her love them more. So each day, that's what I've been doing. Each day I think about that person and I say, I resist offense, guard my heart, Lord, and guide my conversations. The Lord is so good, guys. Remember to talk to him. Ask him for what you need. Ask him to help you. Let us pray. Merciful Jesus, you are our guide, the joy of our hearts, the author of our hope, and the object of our love. We come seeking refreshment and peace. Show us your mercy, relieve our fears and our anxieties. Grant us a quiet mind, an expectant heart, that by the assurance of your presence, we can find peace. May we be able to stop listening to the naysayers in our lives and the ones who oppose us and bring us down. Some of us have received emotional wounds, and some of them are more severe. Help, help us to be willing to let you heal those hurts. Comfort us, O oh God, and give us confidence in the power of your grace. We love you, Father, and only your name. Amen. Love you guys. listening to Anatomy of the Heart. If you have enjoyed these podcasts, make sure to share and follow with all of your friends.